Welcome to the Sports Rundown on 89.5 KQIL, the second one of 2019. Patrick Bro joined by Corey King, one and only Warrior defensive end, Corey King. And I'm going to give you a long introduction today, Greg, because I thought about it today, okay? Let's turn your mics on here. Let's go. Okay, so <laughs> Greg is the official analyst for Warrior football. You can hear him on Fridays and Saturdays in the winter during home games for Winona State basketball, women's and men's. And with such a high ranking in KQL, he is just taking MassCom 100 right now, Greg Hoff. <laughs> <laughs> tough. It's a so, tough grind to be on, but I, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, that's right. You know, you don't always have to do it the normal way. You know yeah. what I mean? Climbing up the, the, the ladder a weird way is sometimes the best. You know, yeah. you learn the most. Yeah, it's fine to be a late bloomer. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. Some of the right. best players ever to play sports are late bloomers. MJ. Anthony Davis. My growth spurt's going to kick in soon. So I won't be surprised if you're 6'3", 250 by the time you graduate. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'd say that's probably going to happen. You're going to walk across that stage looking like Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah. That's what I picture. <laughs> Good God. I am a real American. Fight for what's right. I, won't, I, can't, I can't help you out there. Fight I'm sorry. for what's right. No? No. No Hulk Hogan in your life? No, I wasn't a big Hulk Hogan guy. Listen, I didn't pick up wrestling here, until brother. later. That's what we talk. That's how we talk at football. What up, brother? How you doing? Oh, Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> no, no Hulk Hogan. I was a big life? Undertaker guy. In oh, Ray of course. In Ray Mysterio. Oh, Ray Mysterio's like, a G. I, I feel like Ray Mysterio transcended wrestling. Because even did. the kids who didn't like wrestling in school were like, because eh, he was Ray so, Mysterio's so short yeah. and Ray Mysterio's dope and yeah. flashy. There's nothing better than the six one nine. I'm sorry that yeah. you had to kill a guy. Like, yeah, you know, RIP to that guy. But you know what I'm saying. But you're still dope. He also, you know, he took on. Uh, the great Kali, that was a great all timer. The oh, big show, yes, yeah. yeah. All those fights where he's like <laughs> up to their belly button. <laughs> yeah, it's like great Kali might be the rare person who's a better actor than they are a wrestler. Yeah, and I would agree tough. with that statement. That yeah, is that's tough. Tough for the great Kali because well, he's you in really what? say he's acting. Okay, though? The Rock. Ooh, that is. He's tough. been in a lot of big movies, but is The Rock that good of an? Actor, he's no. Ama- the Rock no. plays the same no. character in nearly every movie now. Yeah, well, this so is great, Kali. He's exactly. That's just I, how bad I, of a wrestler. So he was. I'm saying, yeah, the great oh, Kali wasn't okay. a good wrestler. Okay, but the Rock like is little... an all-time transcendent wrestler and an all-time transcendent actor. Interesting, but just with blockbuster movies, he doesn't take any serious. Okay, well, this is a, a mute point anyway. So. Here's what I want to talk about, guys. You know, it's it's beginning of the new year. Most people are doing their New Year's resolutions. What are your guys' New Year's resolutions for the sports rundown? What do you? How do you want to improve as a sports rundown panelist or host in 2019? I thought about this and I came up with one thing, and it not only for me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna help everyone else stand okay. to it as well. I wanna. I think I'm gonna log takes. For, yes. From show to show, so we can hold people accountable. I like that idea. For n- if they know what they're talking about, and if they don't know what they're talking yep. about, over over time. Yep. Because I mean, at some point, you're going to be able to 
start calling people out, and this show is going to get real lively. We're going to we're going to be able to harness the true power of this show. Yeah, I agree. If we have a game master, okay. I was going to say something similar to that. I want to I want a, a Stephen A. You know, Stephen A. With Max, you know, Keller. Is that correct? Yep, Max Kellerman. Uh, a Kellerman, and then I want to you know, St- uh, Sterling Sharp with. Yeah. Um, What's his fit? Skip Bayless. Skip, Skip Bayless. I want that kind of energy in here where it's hostile. While I'm leaving in here, leaving, and I'm like, I'm not talking for the rest of the day, Greg. Like, I, yeah, I, I want sure. that animosity between us. And I think we have that a little bit, yeah. but I want that a little bit more. And and I also like I like that first take thing because I also want to talk about how I was right with Lamar, you know, Lamar Jackson being a successful player. And I want to. I, I still exactly. get messages from Caleb Hamill, former program director here. From the one time he was on this show, he said. If Le'Veon Bell doesn't come back this season, they're going to miss the playoffs. Not that huge of a take, but he yeah, holds um, that like... A lukewarm take at best. Yes, yeah, and he holds that like it's the greatest thing he's ever done in his life. He's in Aspen now, and he messages me once every three weeks about it. Uh, I don't blame him. Yeah, it's tough. It's very tough. Something right. There's nothing better than being right. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I'm, I mean, if you're batting 1,000... That's true. Yeah, really. You know, I can't say I'm betting a thousand. I'm definitely not. Um, considering all the years I've done this, yeah, I definitely am not betting a thousand. I am gonna say this though. My New Year's resolution is kind of along the same vein. I want to be more like Shay Sharp. I want to be Shannon Sharp in 2019. Ooh! I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be obnoxious. I'm gonna be rude, and I'm gonna skip, 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 skip. skip. <laughs> what? Stop dry snitching. Like I'm gonna be. I'm gonna put it on the table. You can year. bring Henny in here, are you? I mean, I might. Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I That's might. crazy. I might bring some Hennessy in here. Just going to have no to start unloading know. pallets of Diet do for whoever decides to be your counterpart. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big gotta time. Find out. I, feel, I feel like Littman would be a big Diet do guy. Littman sounds like a Diet do guy. For sure. <laughs> Just one of those, like, yeah, dude, I got to watch my form. I got to watch my figure. <laughs> yeah. He's a Diet. Unnecessary calories, dude. What are di- you talking about? He's a Diet caffeine-free do kind of guy all right so first big topic of the day today uh, kyler murray declared for the nfl draft and uh you know okay so there's enough there's enough speculation about that already what i want to talk about is you know that we've seen great two sport athletes in the past deon sanders bo jackson michael jordan that's yeah sure (laughs) uh he rode the bus is there is there a possibility of that happening in the modern era is it possible at all I don't I, think so. I don't think so, and by no fault of the athlete. I, yeah. I think it's the, the people who are going to be around them because we saw it really happen when Deion Sanders was playing. The the coach of the Cowboys, the manager of the Braves, are both demanding Deion's full attention yeah. on that team. They want him working on b- either baseball full-time or football full-time. So someone like Kyler Murray is going to have the A's wanting him to you know be hitting you know big league pitchers to yeah. see if this bat is for real. Because obviously he has all the other tools. He has a very natural swing. Mm. It's just if it translates yep. to the majors. Whereas obviously an NFL coach is going to want him dissecting you know, a defense on, mm. you know, in the film room, going over the playbook. So I think you know, I think an athlete could do it because yeah. I think we've seen, we've seen guys have success in mm. doing it. But uh, I think the systems around them just today, the demand is – too high yeah. at the at the highest levels. I'm gonna agree with you, but for a different reason. I think the level of plays is way too high yeah. now. I think in the 90s and the 80s it was possible, 
But the level of play, the level that the MLB is at right now, you have to commit full time to it. And you see it with high school players now. There's a lot of specialist players. You know, in high school, I had a lot of buddies that played football when we were younger. And then they, when we got to high school, they specialized because they needed to focus on, you know, their craft. And I don't think that, you know, you see Russell, uh, Russell Wilson do uh, spring training with the, yeah. the Yankees, but it's just a joke to them. You know what I'm saying? It's just like for fun. It's like a publicity stunt. Yeah. I don't think that you could commit, you know, get off the field, get onto the baseball field, and really be effective, you know, in that period of time when you get there. Now, I will say this. He made a mistake. He, w- I don't think that he can be a successful quarterback in the NFL. You are, what, 5'11"? And see, the thing with Russell, Russell, Russell Wilson is that he could throw – coming out of college and like he was an accurate passer and like he was he was pretty well defined Kyler Murray is makes his money off his running ability I you know I think Kyler Murray in that offense I think we saw a lot of really high level passing from Kyler Murray I'm going to disagree with you on that statement yeah but you also, I think, but I you think, also have to look I at the he defenses push. that he's playing he's okay. in the big 12 and he's not playing any elite defenses okay but he made some dime throws against Bama some dime throws. I mean, they were up. Let's not forget that they were up in yeah. that game. Yep. I mean, he, he, as much as he relies on the run, which a lot of quarterbacks have, um, I, I think he in has. College. Yes, I think he has the arm talent. Yeah. I really do think he has the arm talent. I don't think he relies on the run so much in like vertical ways yes. as he does to extend plays. Yeah. yeah, you know, I think that's what you know one element to him where he can succeed, where he isn't reliant on picking up chunks of yardage. Yeah in the run game. But I think, yeah, I think it's really risky for him to go to the NFL. You're wasting, we're wasting money. Yeah. I think if, if the MLB was going to break, if you had the MLB like, Oh, all right, we're going to sign you. We're going to give you the big league money right away in double a just take it, man. Yeah. You were the number eight pick and like, granted, like MLB, you know, it's like throwing darts, you know, whether MLB picks are going to land or not. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to take that, you know, he's going to make probably, you know, if he if he goes really high, mm. like because everyone said Cl- Cliff Kingsbury said, uh, he'd take, he'd take, lo- him, he'd one. take him one, like w- back in November or something, yeah. right? So he I don't said think, that recently I don't think, too. Yep. Yeah, I don't think he's actually going to go number one. No, and I don't think he would actually come close to going number one. So I think he would likely end up. It making, is a quarterback dry draft. It, it that is true. I think I I don't see how you take him over Haskins though at this point yeah I don't think do you see do you see him being a first round pick I see him being an early second round pick. I think he's a top five pick really I bet he gets picked in the top five I don't think think he's better than the the defenders that are coming out I think he's no, a top 32 pick. I think he's yeah. a first rounder for sure. I, I don't know Lamar, where he's okay. Jackson See, but this happens. I don't know where he this is. happens this time every single year, right? We right now we are very realistic about quarterbacks. Yep. Okay, but when guys who play the quarterback position, if they have a good combine, even if they don't have a good combine, always slide up in the draft. Tim Tebow should have been a third, fourth, fifth round pick. That kid slid up to the first round very quickly. Why? Because quarterbacks are so valuable and teams, listen, if, if you're a GM and you get a quarterback in the first round, it's a bailout for two years because you can say you're developing a quarterback. I'm, I don't see any reason he couldn't go in that Deshaun Watson range. No. Because imagine, you know, Haskins will go and he'll be, say, the number two pick, like yeah. Trubisky. He'll be like the guy who's like, ah, oh, you can't really not take this guy. Yeah. You know, he's like the safest pick. And then, you know, a team will maybe trade up, make a move. Or, you know, one of those lower teams, maybe a team trades back. Mm. If they really like Kyler Murray, they can trade back a few spots. 
pick him at like eight or nine, but I just, don't know. I'm taking that. I'm taking that Oakland A's money. If the Oakland oh, A's are yeah. going to open their bank wallet, account, and they don't, they never open never up the ever. wallet. Moneyball City, Billy Bean, come on. Known for not spending money at all, yeah. whether it be a stadium or players. Yes. So I don't he, know. Here's my here's my thought process. Is going back to our original point, just to get this out there. I think you could do it at any other position besides the quarterback position. Because the quarterback position is so demanded on you being a full-time guy. I mean, Peyton Manning took a two weeks off every year and then was right back and working, dissecting film, getting better of the mental part of his game and the physical part of, of his game. To maintain an NFL arm talent means that you have to work on it all the time, year in and year out. You can't just pick up a football like you pick up a baseball. Now, if he focused solely on football and played Let's say he plays, I don't know, you know, because towards the end with with uh, Deion Sanders, he didn't play a full season, right? He would play a month here, a month there, and then he would play through the playoffs. Right. If he did that and solely focused on playing football and maybe worked on his batting a little bit, I think you can focus on playing football and take that into playing baseball. I think you can pick up baseball a little bit better than you can pick up football. Oh, no, without a doubt. I, I agree yeah. with that. And I, I was just looking at something to, to tag on to your point about being quarterback is the toughest position in all sports. Yeah. No matter what sport you're playing with the film breakdown, your responsibility, and like the, your franchise is on your shoulder no matter what quarterback you are, what level you are. Like When you throw interceptions – Everybody's at your throat because of what you you can dictate. They live again. and die with you. Exactly. Look exactly. at Blake Bortles last year yes, or this year. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I think that or Kirk Cousins. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Kirk yeah. Cousins. One hundred percent. We thought that it was going to be our year, and it's not our year because wah, of Kirk. Yeah. You know, it yeah. is what it is. I want to admit to it. I'm a Minnesota guy, and like I'm going to tell you the truth. But I think that Kyler Murray, he if he's going to do this, he has to commit to it and be yeah. dedicated, being a quarterback day in and day out. I would I wouldn't mind seeing him play baseball too. Yeah, and just yeah. try it and just for fun. He what, could Brandon. What does, what he could Brandon Wilson, Whedon, He could Brandon Whedon it. What does Russell Wilson do when he goes to tra- spring training? Does he just go? I think he just yeah. goes to. I think he participates as if he's a player. Yeah, he does. But I think he signs like a minor league deal every time. Yeah, like a short one, like, like a limited base. one. Yeah, he plays second base. Fields, but that's cool. Yeah. And also, you know, like it's cool for the Yankees players because Russell Wilson is still a high-level baseball player. I mean, he, you know, he was picked in the second round of the MLB draft, something like that, yeah. and then you know tried to work on a professional baseball career. Then we went, you know, to went to Wisconsin. Well, then he went to um, NC, NC State, State okay. got a degree at NC State in three years, so that he could transfer for his last year of eligibility to Wisconsin. And then balled out. And then balled out. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the world of Championship Sunday coming up in the NFL. Are the Pats overrated? All coming up on the Sports Rundown on 89.5 KQAL. At risk of losing your home in a foreclosure? We can help. We'll deal with your bank, lower your principal, we'll buy you a pony, give you the ability to fly, we'll let you ride a unicorn, we'll give you a... If you're facing foreclosure, who should you trust? The Hope Hotline is a free resource connecting you with HUD-approved housing counseling agencies available 24 hours a day who can give you the information and clarity you need. Call the Hope Hotline at 888-995-HOPE. That's 888-995-4673. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. Today, it seems politicians and scientists often have a tenuous relationship, and, well, it's not just today. 
Next time, in the best of our knowledge, we'll hear how science helped fight and eventually win the Cold War. We'll also hear how laptops are becoming kings of the classroom and spend an academic minute at the intersection of STEM and the humanities. I'm Bob Barrett. That's this week on The Best of Our Knowledge. The Best of Our Knowledge can be heard Friday afternoon at 1235 on your radio alternative in Winona, KQAL. If you are what you say you are, a superstar, then have no fear, the camera's here, and the microphones, and they want to know, oh, 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 if you are what you say. Welcome back to the Sports Rundown on 89.5 KQAL. Patrick Bro joined by Corey King and Greg Off. Greg, you made a really good point over the break. Let's just bring it up so we can finish this point that we were talking about Kyler Murray entering the NFL draft. Yeah, no, I think that uh, quarterback's really the only position that physically could probably put up with the beating other yeah. than like a kicker or a punter. If a kicker or a punter was really good at baseball, I think yeah. they would have no problem pulling off both. They'd probably be a, the best kicker or punter in the NFL. They'd probably they'd be an be, athlete. Yeah. yeah, they'd probably be the most mentally tough. Out of any, I'd take him for over Cody Parkey with at no sample oh, size. Hey, just give me him. I'm so sorry about that, by the way. It's all right. I'm actually not sorry at all. <laughs> I, feel, I feel for Vikings fans a little bit more now. I understand the whole Blair Walsh thing. You know, I can feel for them. I have a little bit of sympathy. I still yeah. hate him, but I can feel for him. Yeah, but Blair Walsh, you know, the difference with the Cody Parkey thing is Cody Parkey was bad all year. Yeah. Like Blair Walsh, all in all, was a good kicker before that happened. Look, you got it. We got to put it in perspective. The man had us in the game. It, what, what was the score? Like he had all our points. It was like yeah, twelve or something. True. And so that last kick was not a great snap, and it wasn't a very good hold. And for kickers, those things are important. Now, yeah. yes, you expect your kicker Laces to, out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You expect your kickers to make these shots, but like after you know constantly, you know it. Those are bound to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's just like when Stephen Curry misses a free throw. Right. Yeah. You're like, the man is shooting 95% from the free throw line, mm-hmm. and then he misses. You're like, what happened? Yeah, this is a gimme. This is a gimme. <laughs> right. But, you know, that stuff happens. It's, it's just sometimes your technique is just slightly off. And, like, in practice, those are things that you can adjust and be like, okay, now I'm back on. But, mm-hmm. like, when it's obviously that last kick and that last moment and that this small smidge of a plant is wrong, it ruins it. Yeah. All right, so Championship Sunday coming up this weekend. Two interesting matchups. I, I think this is going to be one of the most exciting championship Sundays we've seen in a long time. Yeah. So we've got... Rams, Saints. Rams, Saints. And we've got Chiefs. Patriots and Chiefs. Patriots, Chiefs in Arrowhead. Rams, Saints in New Orleans. They're both 1-2, aren't they? Yep. Correct. Yep. That hasn't happened in a long time, has it? Hasn't, it it ha- actually, it's happened the past few years. Because yeah. I always... I, I was living. I was always. I was placing all my bets on the fact that all right, there's always a team that a, plays on wild card weekend four scene, that yeah. plays in the Super Bowl. And then I saw a graphic the other day. The past either four or five years, it's, it's been, been only one, one or two seeds. Yeah, only one and two seeds. That's I think the crazy. only two seed that made it was I think the the Patriots were like a two seed one year. The yeah. Falcons were the two seed or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So I think this is going to be a slugfest. It's going to be a slugfest. These for sure. are all heavy hitters. Uh-huh. Do you Except- think? Do you think these are games where they're low scoring, like 28, 27, all these thirty five, thirty fours, forty two? So here's here's what I think: in the dome, in New Orleans, that's two high powered offenses. 
that one might break NFL records for how many how many points were scored in that game. You think so? Yeah. Well, they just they the Rams just did earlier this year. Yeah. You think it goes higher than that score? It might go higher than that wow. score. Wow, that's now, insane. Now here's the flip side: cold day in Arrowhead Stadium. That one might be a low-scoring affair. Not supposed to be as cold as they initially were no. thinking. I don't think that one's going to be as. I honestly think the dome game has a chance to be lower scoring just because I think there's a chance that the Rams shut the Saints down. Yeah, because they have the, a great, great The Saints, defense. if I'm not mistaken, did they win earlier in the season? They won that game. Yeah. They blew a massive lead mm. but still held, held on to win. Yep. I like both teams that lost earlier in the season. Yep. I think both of them have got to win the second time around. Mm. Just that's what like logic tells you. Right. Like they're not both these coaches aren't going to let especially in the fashion that they lost. Mm. They're not going to let that happen again. Patriots stole that win from Kansas City. Correct? They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. I I I'll agree with you. I think that both these teams, I think that the Patriots defense is a lot better than what I thought they would be this year. Yeah. And they've been playing really well in the playoffs, but that Chiefs offense is legit. And that if their running game is even half as good as it was against uh I believe it was, ooh, ooh, well, it's not the, it wasn't the um, Chargers, it was the other team. Cowboys? Nope, it wasn't the Cowboys. Can't recall. But if their team, if they're, yes, yeah, yes, okay. if, they're, if their running game is half as good, they'll win this game. Because no one can stop Patrick Mahomes. If he can just, you know, limit his mistakes, obviously he's young, those things are going to happen, but if he can continue to just to play ball. He's a gunslinger, and I love it. Yes. Yeah, if you, you know can get saying? 130 out of Damian Williams again, yeah. Yes. yeah, he'll probably win the football game win for that, sure. Yeah, win that game. But, uh, you know what I've loved about this NFL playoffs, by the way, thus far, is it's been the, the season of record-breaking offense. What is one team's games in the postseason? Defense in the running game. For the most part. Defense in a running game. Look at the Rams. Yeah. Gurley and C.J. Anderson. C.J. But looks fat. He's fat as hell. Yeah, well, he, hell. he hasn't like, played all season, right? No. He's been like out of the league most of the year, except he's all, he's been like the first. Anytime a running back gets hurt, it's like, oh, yeah, they had C.J. Anderson to work yeah. out. They're not going to sign him, but they said it went well. Big boy. Every single time. And he's then Rams finally sign him. Big boy stomping his Air Force Ones. That's a big dude. And he's hammering the ball. Like he looks yeah. like explosive. He's, yep. he's, he's got fresh perp- legs. I, yeah, I, fresh legs. Yeah, it's crazy because like they're both huge backs. Yeah. So normally you see a big back and a small back. You get a power back and you get a scat back. Yeah. These are big power backs, but they also both have breakaway speed. Yeah. And it gets really cool to see and watching them do that. And then Jared Goff is just playing really good ball, and you know his wide receiver and crew around him is playing well too as well. So. They're scary. They're a scary team to play, and I I don't think that the Saints defense is good enough to stop that. No. Yeah. Can just I to, just to stay on one point, so we can just you know talk about one game, then we'll talk about the next game. So we'll go back to the AFC side of things mm-hmm. with that Chiefs game. Looking at the New England Patriots, it's the the Patriots versus the world mantra that they've taken on right now, which I think is hilarious. Like uh, you've you've been in the AFC Championship game. Every every year for eight years, you have won your division so many years in a row. It's not even funny. The only mark, the only blemish is the two years that the Jets won it and they went to the AFC Championship game. Actually, no, it was only one of those years. The other year they were a six seed. I, if you look at this Patriots organization and this Patriots team right now, Bill Belichick has employed genius in doing this because it's not them versus the world. No one's underestimating New England, but should they be underestimated? Are they as good as in years past? Here's the thing, though. By us saying that, we are under- underestimating yeah. them. 
because in years past, it's always it's, it feels like earlier and earlier every season we start questioning the Patriots. Yeah. It's like they get questions around week 11. All right, now we're going to question them around week 8. Now we start questioning them like week 3 and 4. Oh, are the Patriots done? And then they, you know, quietly build up all their steam like they normally do every single year. You know, this year we had that Miami miracle go down, yep. throw off the rails a little bit, but they got back on track. But did you guys watch? Did you guys see the end of the Patriots Chargers game and watch Tom's post game interview? Yes. That no. he was Dude's like a fired up. That that should be the scariest thing when you could tell by his demeanor and just the first when he started talking, you were like, "Oh, this guy like mm. he's in the zone. Like this is the Tom Brady scorched earth to yes. him this year. Yeah. He's like, oh well, because he was given these weird, like awkward, like weird cadence answers." Mm. And then he finally was like, well, well, you know, everyone thinks we stink now. Everyone thinks we suck. So we'll find out now. We'll find out next yeah. week. Go to Arrowhead and we'll see who they're a good team. We'll find out. And I don't know. Yeah. He's a scary so man. Hard to, it's so hard to bet against Just, them. Just look at what wide receivers he has. He has Julian Alderman and then. Still oh, think he's overrated. Philip Dorsett was a first round pick, but didn't work out in Indianapolis with Andrew Luck. So no, no excuses there. No. No excuses there. Yeah. I still think But Tom like Brady's most of these guys overrated. are no name guys. Like you've never heard of besides Dorset. Like you know what I'm saying? Right, these are guys yeah. that you don't really Bring know. Guys, about. Yeah, out of and obscurity. I granted Belichick is putting it in a great system, but obviously Tom Brady's executing it. You know what I'm saying? They, they, sure. It's getting done. Because you know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you can't you just, get the ball there. You gotta yep. get the ball there, you gotta get it on time. Yep. Just like Joe like what Joey Bosa said, he's like, dude, stop throwing the ball yeah, so, so <laughs> flipping quick. Yeah. It's because that's what he's at that level now where it's just the ball's out, ball's gone. And they run the routes precisely. And I it's really hard to stop. Mm. And here's how you can stop him. And here's what the where the Chargers back down, which I will never understand this game plan to this day. Tom Brady. 32 out of 32 in quarter in starting quarterbacks this year against the blitz. Can't do it. Can't move in the pocket. It's those legs that we those fresh legs we saw for a couple of years. You know, remember 2 years ago when it was like Tom Brady can run? That's gone. That's yeah. gone. The pliability is dead and if you pressure Tom Brady, he's going to make mistakes now. He can't get the ball out quick. He can't he has a hard time with people in his face. That's the Chiefs game plan. It has to be. I don't think I'm worried about is this man-to-man coverage against those kind of wide receivers? Julian Elliman is a very good slot wide receiver who makes good moves. And if you're blitzing, you have to run man or some type of zone that's not great. You know what I'm saying? And those kind of wide receivers sit really well. He makes great, like I call it like a phone booth catch. When the yeah. corner's right on him, he yeah. always seems to get his body in the right spot that he can rip it and, you know, yeah. kind of like box them out so he can secure them all. He's really good at that. And obscure reference of the day here for me. I don't know if you've ever watched those Dude Perfect videos, but they do yeah. Madden stereotypes. Yep. And Patriots are kind of like one play guy where it's like it's like playing someone in Madden who just runs the five yard out every single play. Yep. And no matter what zone you run, you could play man on yourself. They just complete it every single time, nickel and dime you down the field and score. And that's kind of where the Patriots are at this point. Mm-hmm. Like the best version, a like a Dak Prescott, yep. Alex Smith type deal. Yeah, that's what just they've become. High, yeah. Super high efficiency and control the game clock and then the take, defense, the lead, take the lead really and the ball Here's off. the thing yeah. is I think – I think you're going to have to blitz Tom Brady, and, he, and here's why. I think it's going to be – it could it has the potential of being a shootout, and you're going to have to steal a couple possessions. 
And I don't think you're going to be able to do it by just playing sound defense because of what we're talking about right now. I think they have the ability to dink it and dunk it down the field. Now, the Chiefs are a little bit of a bend-don't-break kind of defense, but even if they continue to drive down the field and get three and get three and get three, you got to bank on Patrick Mahomes throwing an interception in this game. You, you know, have to. You have to, right? Yeah. So if them with them dinking and dunking it down the field, you have to steal back some possessions. So... The thing is about the five, Chiefs is that five six sacks. I think you win the ball game. They're they're up yeah. They're up front is really good yeah. with Justin this, Houston, D D Ford, yeah. Chris Jones Kiss is a pretty Jones. good player. Yeah. He's really coming on now. I don't and I and I was really surprised to see the Chiefs or the Chargers. You know front their front struggle a yeah. little bit and not get to them. So hopefully I, that's the only way that this this Chiefs team wins is if they can get their front four to put pressure on him. Uh, put pressure on Tom Brady yeah. consistently throughout throughout this game, and if they can get a strip or interception, this game could get out of control. That or Andy Reid draws up the perfect game plan. Andy Reid just oh. in the playoffs. Andy Reid in the playoffs is he is not going to mismanage his timeouts, or is he not going to mismanage? Yeah, his really, timeouts? really. Like, are they not going to get down? To, is the fourth quarter not going to start, and they're not going to have one yeah. timeout left? Like up. 10 and I you're just, gonna be like, I, can uh, we have Mike Holmgren in his ear for one game? That'd be great. God, his just, old his old mentor in his ear. All right, this is how you manage a game, son. This just is how you someone, manage a game. Bring any one of the brilliant guys off his coaching tree back just to talk oh, yeah. Have, oh yeah. Rod Rivera. Even Matt Nagy kind of yeah. scared me with him now. That I think he's got some of that yeah. time management but voodoo on him Andy after that. Andy Reid's got a heck of a coaching tree though. He does. If you look at if you really it's deep. Yeah. It runs he had like six six former assistants. As head coaches this year, down one because of Todd Bowles. I don't know. I think hopefully Andy Reid can learn from his mistakes. Um, you know he's losing weight, so that's good. You know if he's progress, the, baby. Progress. Yeah. Wore khaki progress. cargo shorts outside this week in the. Yep. Yep. I whatever. saw athletic shorts today. Fifteen yep. degree weather. Uh, See now, here's guy. the thing that why I think Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid could be the could be a really good and deadly combination going into the future. Andy Reid was the guy who corralled Brett Favre. I was literally about to say that. Yeah. He coached Brett Favre. Yeah. Ah, that's nice. Couple of gunslingers. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Country bumpkins, I feel like. Oh, definitely. They both kind of have that, like, drawl. That, that Patrick accent. Mahomes, boys. Oh, my God. I feel oh. like they, those are definitely two guys who, like, mesh well. Oh, yeah. I feel like, I feel like they trade CDs for their car. Oh, definitely. Like, hey, I, got, I got a little something for you today. Pop this one in yep. there. A little Hootie and the Blowfish for you or oh, something. Yeah. Something corny. <laughs> I, I really like Patrick Mahomes and what he's doing. He's been really impressive. I think he this can year. really. I can. I, he can really throw that ball around. And when you got he's gonna win cheetah, the MVP. You got the cheetah out there, and you got Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. and it, Sammy Sammy Watkins isn't a great wide receiver right now. But, he's but good. you have to, you have to respect yeah. him because that boy can run. Does enough. More reason why this game is a coin flip. This game is an absolute coin flip. The Patriots DBs have to play like Chung and Gilmore. Those guys, those boys. Oh, uh, hey, McCordy. Belichick's gonna have him ready. I mean, yeah, Belichick's Gilmore a DB guy. Dog. Yeah. He's been looking all, crazy all That's season. What, and well, and all season. they didn't look great in the beginning, but then like I started like looking at a, a graphic and like they're listing the top three wide defenses. They were up there, and I was yep. like, when did this happen? And then I was just like started looking into it. I was like, wow, yeah, well, Hightower's having a good year. Um, Flowers is having a good year. So yeah. they got they got some boys out there that are playing great ball. And they have an experienced secondary going against yeah. Mahomes with guys like McCordy and Gilmore and Chung. Chung. Like they, who's the other DB over there? 
is it do they still have Logan Ryan? He's in Tennessee now, I think yeah. though. Yeah. I think do they have the other McCordy now though? They do. They have both McCordys. They have do both, they really? Yeah, oh they wow. And yeah. Who's the other corner? It's Gilmore. Yeah. But I don't think the other McCordy starts at corner. No, he's, he's a nickel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm gonna lay an option down on the table for you right now. Okay, so it's six thirty five. Yes, sir. Typically, we break take a break at 6.40. Yeah. But, you know, I got a promotion, so I feel like I can do whatever the heck I want now. So here's what we're going to do. We can either have a full 10-minute discussion about the NFC Championship game, or we can go five, break five. Go full 10 minutes. Full 10. Let's yeah. go in deep. Okay, yeah. so NFC Championship game on Saturday. Saints taking on the Rams, okay? Let's just get into it. Jared Goff, Sean McVay, Todd Gurley. That offense plus that defense. This is a this is a created Super Bowl team if I've ever seen it. That D line may be the best D line in the in the, in the NFL. Yeah, you have the best D tackle to ever live. Sorry, John Randall. You know all the great players have played D tackle, but he is a monster in there. That's the, a wild statement, but I I might be. Inclined to agree with you. He's definitely had the best year a D tackles ever had. I don't, but he's been this. He's been doing this since. I'm hard. I was just trying to think of who I would put ahead of him, and I'm really hard pressed. Yeah, I'm really hard pressed to think of anybody he's better. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've been watching a lot of film on him and what he does, both just, in the run game and in the pass game. What he can do at a five tech, a three tech, a two Y, a one, a zero, and then, not a physically imposing player. He's no. six two, but has like a six pack. Yeah. he's nuts, and, and like he's. Ugh. I don't. He's, there's not he's a, big. He's, he's a, oh, he's a, big a muscular man. Yeah, yeah, he's a two ninety. Yeah. He's a two ninety yeah. boy, but he's explosive. There's not an offensive lineman in the league that can block him. Well, I want to yeah. see Zach Martin. Yeah, I'm sorry, uh, Quentin Nelson. Maybe. No. I, no. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. He's a rookie. I don't care. Okay, he Quentin Nelson hang. is a he's once a, dog. He's he's a great, once in a generation he talent. Is. I agree. I I will say he made that offensive line what in the Colts what it is. He's only sacked what sixteen times yeah. or something around there. I, I'll give you that, but one on one, you have to bring a double team to him. This then you have Indomitian offensive lineman disrespect. You have Flower, you have uh, Brockers. Yeah, that is a mean defensive line, yeah. and I don't and I and I respect the Saints' offensive line, but they don't have the best They're one. Banged up? No, they're banged. They up don't have the Andy best Peter. one in the league, and the back half. Of the Rams are healthy mm-hmm. and they're playing good ball. However, Marcus Peters gets ex- everyone. Every analyst I listen to says Marcus Peters blows a bunch of coverages. Like last week, they were saying he got lucky he didn't get exposed. Mm-hmm. And when they played the Saints the first time, granted Talib was out the first time, mm-hmm. but he got ex- he got exposed by Michael Thomas. So I feel so, like so that's where Talib- Drew Brees is going to be going. It's, it's going to be if Marcus Peters is going to play like a chief or like a ram. Yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. I feel like. Well, I think Tlaib follows. I think Tlaib follows Thomas. You think he's going to follow him? Yes. He's he's I, one of the you're best. Probably right. He's probably one of the right. best shutdowns corners in the league. He's very physical. He's, he did it to you know the cheetah like you know what I'm saying like he has that long lanky ability and that's a perfect matchup for Thomas who's a long 63 220 you know 215 you know player you need a long lanky you know DB who's physical with him yeah for sure and Talib is the perfect fit for exactly. that exactly literally fits that description perfectly i said this on monday I'm curious to see if you guys agree with this i said michael thomas this season is a top 2 if not top 1 receiver in the nfl yeah. would you agree because the only person I was going to put in the league with him was DeAndre Hopkins this season. 
And you could argue maybe second half of Mari Cooper. And Adam Thielen had a year. Adam Thielen had a year. Um, yeah, I probably would put Adam Thielen at two. I'd I mean, but you can't, you're gonna, you know, Adam forget DeAndre, about you would take Antonio, you would take Antonio De- Brown. I don't. I don't think Antonio Brown had. He didn't have As that good, good of a year. I wouldn't put Antonio Brown at the top two this year. I mean, I think he's a top five perennial think, for th- the rest of his life. I think he because of the the attention he's uh, getting now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. A bad and light also, on his yeah, exactly. And I think that you know not having Le'Veon definitely affects him. They well, yeah. faded. They crashed hard and, though at the end of the season. Big Ben had a just not a good year. Exactly. So like you, I don't. I think Antonio Brown on another team. I think if he goes to San Francisco with Jimmy Garoppolo, he has a similar year that he had the, not this year, but obviously last year. You know what I'm saying? I think I think he's a perennial wide receiver. Now Michael Thomas is making his run. I think he's a top five wide receiver. I'm still taking Julio consistency. Yeah, you know what I'm That's saying. A good point. Yeah, I'm taking. I'm still taking Antonio consistency. John Hopkins is a dog. I really like I really like what Adam Thielen does. Yeah, I like what Adam. I think Adam Thielen plays a wide receiver position in a different way. Yeah. But I think he's the best at what he does. Yeah, you know his I mean? style. His style. He's play, the best for at. sure. He's an old for school sure. kind of wide receiver. Yes, yeah. and he also has a little bit of Wes Welker in him too. I mean, not to just keep naming. Yeah, just not to keep naming white wide receivers. Yeah. But there is no. I can't name a. He's a. Take this with. Take He's kind of got Deon. some like Anquan Bolden. He's a shiftier Anquan Bolden. I was gonna say Dion Branch. Okay. Yeah. 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 For sure. I like the Anquan Bolden though because he's physical. He's physical. Physical. He's he, a good blocker. He yeah. Obviously, you got to be a good blocker to be at Mankato. Yeah. And they're, they're, we're based on the run by up there in the city. You know, up there in Minnesota, we're about to run. So if you can't stock block, you ain't gonna be playing ball in no. Minnesota. No. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, we've talked a lot of Rams and how good the Rams are, but here is my X factor for the game. I have a hard time betting against Drew Brees just at home. in New Orleans. It just feels like it their feels year. right. It just feels right. We've been saying it all year. Yeah, we've it's been like, oh, this might be the Saints' year yeah. since like at the beginning of the season. It was. I've, I feel like I've been saying, oh, watch out for you know Saints Chargers. Yeah, Philip Rivers Drew Brees retirement match. Like, yeah, really. <laughs> Super Bowl really. is WrestleMania this year, boys. Yeah, like, <laughs> the Kane the Kane watch. You yeah. know, yeah. I don't. But uh, I mean. Uh, God, it's such, both of these games. It's a coin flip. Pick. I think and in they a couple both minutes, just have their Achilles heel. It's, yes, the Saints have. It, can the defense, you know, show up? And yep. the Rams have, you know, Jared Goff looked bad toward the end of that regular yeah. season. If he has one of those games, they're they're going home. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think the key to the Saints' defense is the middle linebacker Davis. Yeah, can he put Todd Gurley on the ground and limit him? You know, he needs to three, have even if he has a three yard per carry game. Yes, he needs yeah. to, he needs to have at least 11, 12, 13 tackles. Keep him under hundred yards. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and Jordan up front. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam Jordan needs to put a lot of pressure on Jared Goff. I think that I think he's a really good pass rusher, mm-hmm. and I think he can put a lot of pressure on him. Um, I'm not quite sure what the Rams tackles are like. They have Andrew Whitworth at left tackle, who is a machine. He's He's a lockdown dude. So I think you got to move. They've got to be moving guys around Mm -hmm. because you got to be getting different matchups because Whitworth is most likely going to clamp. He's probably out of all the people in the trenches, the best one. Yeah. We're going to see on Sunday, I would say, Uh, except Aaron Donald for the Rams. 
and maybe in, he's probably on that Indomitian suit level. Well, yeah. you, gotta, you gotta remember about Swartz as well for the Chiefs. Mitchell Schwartz, true. Yeah. He's okay. a, he was an he all pro player. Had a very good, he had an all pro year. year. Yeah. Did really well against Von Miller. Played him twice, obviously. True, true. Uh, Eric Fisher has also developed. He's also had a very good yep, year. Yep. So, their other tackle. I, yeah. I so I I'm excited to see how how their defense plays and then. Uh, Lattimore. Lattimore needs to have yeah, another big day. game like he did against um, the Eagles. Yeah. That, that interception that really sealed the game for them. Um, I think that he's going to have a tough challenge against Brandon Cooks, mm-hmm. a very fast wide receiver. But I think if he follows him and plays him well, they, they have a shot. And someone who has uh, been playing well in that spot for the Saints is Eli Apple. Mm-hmm. Since being traded from the oh, Giants, yeah, he's yeah. played yeah, very, very well, well for the Saints in that nickel spot. Very, very well. So he's probably going to get some opportunities against guys like, you know, Sammy Brandon Watkins. Cooks, Robert Woods. Yeah. Or, wait, what's he? What a, oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Robert yep. Woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, ready? You ready for this? Yeah. All right, quick picks. Corey. I'm going to go Chiefs. Chief Rams. I'm going to go Saints-Patriots. I'm going to go Chief Saints. And we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about our sleeper picks for the NBA Finals and Jalen Hurts transferring to Oklahoma all coming up on the Sports Rundown on 89.5 KQAL. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In biology, I learned that I'm fat. I'm stupid. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. The only thing I didn't learn in school today is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Thursday afternoons at 12.30, it's Culture Click on KQAL. This Thursday on Culture Click, learn about the restoration of Winona's Masonic Lodge from Lee Gundersheimer. It's always nice to to bring back to life something that was important from Winona's past. Sure. That's Thursday at 1230 on 89.5 KQAL, online at kqal.org, and on the KQAL app. Culture Click is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. God, I should have been a gangster. Ugh. You're Italian, so you're yeah. basically there. I'm there, yeah. I'm sure if you're like, I want to join the Netherlands, they probably accept you. Yeah, I probably could. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not full-blooded, though, so I can never be a made man. That's fine. You know what I'm saying? But you are who you are. You're beautiful just the way you are. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Sports Rundown on 89.5 KQL. Patrick Bro, Greg Off, Corey King. NBA this season. It's been an interesting NBA season, to say the least. Uh, I'm happy about it. Yeah, I really it's been like good. There's, it's actually been compelling, you know? LeBron, come back, please. Yeah. Yeah, it makes it more interesting. That's a fact. I miss LeBron. So who are our sleeper picks in the NBA this season? A team that no one's picking for the NBA Finals. I said it, it. I said it the last round down of 2018. I said them. And they've played pretty good since. I'm going to still ride with the Thunder. Yeah. Okay. I'm still going to ride with them. Paul George playing at an MVP level. He's not mm-hmm. going to win the MVP. Probably not going to come close. Playing one of the best years of his career. And Westbrook, despite not being able to shoot this year, it's forcing him to be a better player. Yeah. Because in these bigger spots when he would normally be jacking up threes, forcing these mid-range jumpers, he has to distribute the ball. He has to take these pick and rolls and read the court. I think it's ultimately making the Thunder a better team. And the 
one, if not the best, they're in the top three for defensive teams in the mm. NBA. They play very, very well, especially against top 10 opponents. They're not a sleeper team per se, but they're not leading the division right yeah. now. The Celtics. Um, okay. I think the Celtics are, I think Kyrie's finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he that interview yeah. that he had today. Yes, when he said it was call, his fault. Yes, yes, he had to call Braun. I, I love that. He's mm. finally figuring, like, you know what? Chemistry is hard. Yeah. It's hard to have good chemistry. It's impossible. It's nothing. There's no such thing as perfect chemistry. But it's it's believing in your team and saying, you know what? No matter what mistakes we make, I'm going to still love you. We're going to still play ball. This is what we're going to do as a family, as a group, as an organization. I, I I think he's going to make that turn, and I think the Celtics are going to continue to build. Gordon Hayward is starting to find his way. Um, I think that he could I – hope, I hope that he gets back to the way that he was when he was with Utah because mm. if he does, that They're team – be scary when they start gelling. That team beats the Raptors handily. Oh. Yeah. Handily. And probably – Beats the Bucks handedly per, too. I mean, Giannis yeah, is yeah. pretty Giannis transcendent. Is a, yeah. Giannis is a tough guard, but Giannis but Bled- is one player. If, yeah, but against Bled- a team Bled- that literally can run ninety. Yeah, if Bledsoe can shoot the ball well, and along with uh, they still, I Middleton, mean, they still win, but Brogdon, they don't they don't wipe the court with them. Yeah, exactly. I think that that's that's a that's a four two kind of series mm-hmm. if with the Bucks, and then when they meet with the Warriors, because there's no one I. There's no one coming out of the West because when they get boogie, yeah, it's a wrap. Yeah, I, 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 there's not a team in the league that can. What they just did to the, uh, the Nuggets and mm-hmm. the Nuggets are the second best team in the in the West, my opinion. Um, I no disrespect to the Thunder. Actually, no, I a lot of disrespect. <laughs> Forget Russell Westbrook. He's overrated. Garbage booty. Um, the Nuggets are. The Nuggets. I licked my finger before. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> the Nuggets are the best team, and they destroyed them. They put up fifty-one points in one quarter. Yeah. And the thing is, is that Boogie is a three-point shooter too. They can go five. It's they can go it's five stupid. man out. When, it's stupid. When Boogie comes back, you can literally tell Draymond Green, "We don't even want you on the court anymore because yeah. you're so bad this season." Like they can literally. Not Draymond Green can be a reserve when Boogie yeah. Cousins comes back. And they could literally play him twelve minutes a game, and they would. They be could play fine. Jordan Bell as their starting power forward. Literally, and, he might be better Draymond, this season. Yeah, Draymond Green, Looney can, might be better this season. But I think yeah. Draymond Green at the as a six man, like he averages he averages thirteen six that, and six. That might be the chip on his shoulder he needs. Yeah, because right now I think he's a little he's a little he's too complacent. arrogant. He's a little he's too complacent. Cocky. Yeah. Well, of course, you have three of the best scorers in the world 100%. on your team. Mm-hmm. Like what Con- Colin Coward said, I'm taking Clay Thompson over Russell Westbrook any day of the week. Oh, 100%. well, sure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because he plays team ball. You know but what I'm think I think Paul George's season is is something to really look at yeah. with the Thunder. I mean, he's had I, such I think a good he's season. An excellent season. And I yes. think Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson, Russell Westbrook has taken that step back a little bit. I don't think we've seen as much from him being an arrogant player trying to get as many possessions as he has in years past. This is this is what I'm this is what I'm going to say. It's regular season. When we get to the playoff time, when it's doggy dog and okay, you want to make you want to make your legacy, he tries to outshine the person that's better. But look at Kevin Durant. I see, but I don't think in that series that he did that. He did. I clearly remember it was it was it was game five. They're up three one, mm-hmm. and 
the Warriors are making their push in that game. And I remember he had a turnover, and then he came down, and the Warriors scored. He came down, he came up and pulled the three. Yep. Mm-hmm. I can literally picture it. Yep. He came I up literally. He came up. Okay. I'm super wrong. He came up and pulled a three, and I was like, "This season, this this series is over. The Warriors are gonna yeah. win." Yeah, it's tough. But just right. because, just because of You're that, right. that selfishness. Because I, he wants to make, he wants to be the best player of all time, and he has the potential to be. What he can do, rebounding and assisting wise, is nuts to me. Mm-hmm. And he can still score, and he's so explosive, but. It's that it's that chip on his shoulder, like you're talking about with Draymond. That's gonna that's gonna mess him up in and, the playoffs. And like I was saying earlier with the Thunder, I think his ability to not shoot the ball this season might be able to break that habit. But I want to get back to you on this to your point on the Celtics because one, can we acknowledge Kyrie was definitely watching like Full House or Fresh Prince and got caught in his feelings and called LeBron for sure. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like woke up and was like watching Full House. It was like. God. Baby, baby, Bronny. Like, sure. I really messed up. And you know, LeBron saw that and was like, "Ah, yeah, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha." All right, so I'm just gonna make my quick pick before we. Um, you can always come out to LA, Kyrie. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna make my quick pick before uh, we talk about Jalen Hurts for the last couple minutes here. But Philadelphia, pending, they get a, one good shooter before the the trade deadline. If they Who? have. Who's that shooter? What kind of shooter are you looking for? Perimeter shooter, more than likely, is probably what they need to match points. I mean, give me, give me, a, give me a person. Give me, give me a I'm name. I'm not going to give you a name. No like, name. I'm like not going to Jamal give you. Crawford. Yeah, maybe. Like another two guard. Potentially, yeah. Okay. Potentially, I just think they need. Who's, who are you trying to back up? Who are you trying to back? Are you backing up Simmons? Are you backing up like Butler? a wing or a guard? Probably a wing. Okay. Probably a wing. Okay. But regardless, they need more points. I mean, yes. they just offensively, they just have not they're, been there. Their starting lineup is nuts, and then it's just a it's sharp, it's a sharp it's drop off. Yeah. Get Josh Richardson from the Heat. That's not a bad. Doesn't idea. get a lot of respect. Solid player. Okay. See, there you go. Thank you. There you <laughs> go. That's a good pick. You're useless. I'm useless. Yep. I just threw it out. Well, I just wanted you to give me a name. You couldn't give me a name. I didn't want to give you a name. Well, you know what? Continue. I don't want to. I want to talk about Jalen Hurts. You don't want to. Talk I do. About- well, so that's why I want you to continue. Well, guess what? Maybe we won't talk about Jalen Hurts. I want to talk don't about be Jalen Hurts. You do? Yeah, I do. Exactly. That's don't weird. be selfish. Interesting. It's because you're the host. Oh, look at this. Look at this. These mics can go off so fast. <laughs> you know what? So fast. Don't slap it on the table, buddy. Hey, uh, Shea Sharp is here, and he's alive. New Year's resolution, 2019. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts transferring to Oklahoma after a good stint in Alabama. Eventually, got benched in the national championship game for Tua. They end up winning that national championship game, and they ride with him. But he bailed them out a couple of times this year. A player who has been unreal at the highest level of college football, transferring to a team that just got out of the college football playoff. What does this mean for college football? His his ceiling is what Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield's ceiling was, which is the Heisman winner and losing in the first round of the college football playoff yeah. to Clemson or Alabama next year. Likely, in all reality, that's what's going to happen. And I, I can't s- see it any other way, honestly. I need to see who's still there yeah. at Oklahoma. Um, their wide receiver and crew is nuts. Yeah, and but I think if you look at their recruiting classes, they've got tools year after year after year of five-star receivers that are on deck ready to go for next season. The offense season. is never going to be in question as no. long as Lincoln Riley is there. Yeah. Their offense is going to be a well He's got a machine team. 
turning. It's, it's the defense. Yeah. Any Big 12 team, it's like, how good can our defense play? In Best case game. scenario. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. can they Every keep said team? You're, when you're averaging they, 56 points, that's they, just nuts. <laughs> yeah, can they keep said team under 35? Yeah. Literally. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. It's kind of disgusting, and that's why I don't like watch. I like watching it for the offense, but I'm a defensive player. I yeah. want to see some sacks. I want to see some interceptions. I want to see something cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Defensive-wise. So, like, seeing a whole bunch of points, kind of like, it's just like, dude, like, come on. But I think Jalen Hurts... I think he may he may make this offense better than Kyler Murray. No, that's, that's my, a bold statement. That's but my hot take on that one. Here's my thought process here, okay? You know what this means for college football? Money. Money, money, money. If Alabama and Oklahoma play in the college football playoff next year, you have something that you have never seen in college football before where you have a quarterback from a team where he was a starter in a national championship game playing against that team. That's stuff you see in the NFL, but with the transfer rules in college football, it's never been able to happen before. But this year is the first year that's able to happen, and it's going to be insane if it happens, and that's a storyline that college football needs in the playoff or, because there was a steep drop-off in ratings for the playoff this year because... No one cared. No one cares. I didn't care. Alabama and Clemson. Okay, cool. I've seen it for four years now. Yeah. And I've seen Bama, like, for my whole conscious college football life. Really? I mean, it was literally, like, Florida and then Bama. Yeah, like, when you're a kid. USC, Florida. USC, Florida. USC, Texas, Florida, Bama. Those are mythical, like, figures. Those are, are like, watching literally, like, cartoons as a kid. Yes, exactly. Those are, like, superheroes. It's like like watching LaDainian. Vince Young. Yeah, it's like like watching LaDainian Tomlinson. When I think about LaDainian Tomlinson or Brett Favre as a kid, it's like watching God play. You know what I mean? It's not the same as looking at it through a clear conscience. I feel that. Yep, 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 yep. It's just, Bama is, Bama has ruined college football. I'm just going to say it. Bama has ruined I, college football. I agree. Thank you know, Nick Saban. Can Nick Saban go somewhere else? Please. I would love to can see Can Auburn him. win an Iron Bowl? Please. Can, can we get, like, last chance you with Nick Saban going to, like, Winona State? Winona like State. RCTC <laughs> or something? Hey, whoa. RCTC. That'd be crazy. I don't want to see that. University of Baraboo, University of Wisconsin, Baraboo, Sock County. Get a football team going there. Nick Saban can coach it. That'd be crazy. That'd be wild. I'm moving back right now. <laughs> I can't move back with you. I'm sorry. I mean, you could. I don't want to. That'd be weird. I mean, you know. It'd be an awkward conversation between Sawyer and I. Yeah, it would. Hey, I'm going to going to Saban's junior college. <laughs> For my last three years. For my last three years. <laughs> the amount of NFL hey, kids hey, pulled out of that JUCO. I'll sign your letter. Give you a hug. Wish you all on the way out. We're going to come down. We're going to meet you. <laughs> Facts. 100%. Facts is how that conversation would go. That's exactly how that conversation would he go. He says it. He does. He literally says that's how the conversation yeah. would go. So why would he lie? Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. I love him. He's a good guy. Tom Sawyer. We love you, Tom. You're a great man. Can't wait to see you at 7.15 in the morning, the morning tomorrow. I'm excited. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Corey's still on the grind. That's right. <laughs> how is that? It's how, good, man. How is yeah. that going this um, season? It's really good. You know, I really like what we're what we got going. We have a lot of talented dudes in there. A lot of talented dudes that are hurt. That defense, but they're, but they're I just, coming back. I, whatever, we're gonna talk about it for a minute. That defense next year, yikes! Oh my god, the Warrior defense next year is gonna be so good. Yikes! So good. There's so many dogs. We're gonna have a fun year next year, Greg. We it are. Might, it yeah. may rival that team that that defense. I went ten and one. Ten and one. Yeah. I love I love Andrew Spencer. I love Mikey Imperiali. I love Adonis Brown. But we have some hitters coming yeah. back. Yeah, and it's going to be at all three levels. That's like, true. Like, and shout he, out to Von the G. 
Wow. Waiting for that full highlight yeah. tape to drop. Yeah. Yeah. Let yeah. Me I, was, I didn't think that. <laughs> yeah, let me know. 30, that was just a taste. I was Stop like, give giving me, me sneak peeks. <laughs> I, I like, want it me, all, baby. Give me more. I know this can be four minutes long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know this can be like 12 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> He's got so many. And listen. Just on hits alone. Just on, I wish it had sound because I wish oh. you could hear some of the hits yes. I got laid. Wow. Because that's yeah, half the I enjoyment, felt, I feel I like. I felt some of the hits that he laid. That was fun, man. That was really fun to see him break out into his own. And I'm really excited to see some of our younger guys come out. Our you know, little freshmen that we got here, uh, Darius Manuel, Colin Collette. That, that gets me. He's massive. Darius is a big kid. And we got a, He's you know, a big we got boy. A, that, that Juco kid coming from Western, Western Michigan. Michigan. Little uh, PJ Fleck boy. Have you uh, not seen this? I have not. Interior uh, defensive lineman. Nick Taylor's little brother. Nick Taylor's little brother? Yeah. Played at Western Actually, Michigan. Actually, no. Nick Taylor's little big brother. Yeah, that's cute. Uh, big, big boy. He, he's and nasty. he played at Western Michigan? Yeah. I don't know if he played, but, but he, went to. he had a scholarship at Western yeah. Michigan. Wow. It's big boy season. So let's ride. I'm trying something new this year. You guys ready for this? Yeah. It's an outro song. 